Hello and welcome back to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten. We are still standing and it's July 12th. Okay, let us pray in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Diving right in. Here's another answer to life's questions. What value could there possibly be in weakness? None of us can escape the pressures of life. Most of us know what it feels like to be disappointed. We know the painfulness of embarrassment, the sting of rejection, and the sorrow of failure. There will always be times when our circumstances seem to become overwhelming. What is out of control in your life? Is there a financial need? Maybe you face a relationship crisis and are urgently praying for God's wisdom. Regardless of your situation, you can trust this principle. Whatever brings you to your knees in weakness carries the greatest potential for your personal success and spiritual victory. Ah, that's powerful. Whatever brings you to your knees in weakness carries the greatest potential for your personal success and spiritual victory. Amen. Even though Paul could have listed many personal accomplishments, he chose to tell his audience what he saw as the key to experiencing a victorious life accepting his weakness so that the strength of Christ might live fully in him. I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. We do not know the trial that Paul faced. He called it a thorn in the flesh. In the Greek, the word thorn means a stake used for torturing or impaling someone no gentle affliction. He writes that it buffeted him, indicating that the trial was either ongoing or recurring. When the apostle felt he could no longer withstand the blows, God reassured him that his grace was sufficient for anything he faced. Strength that withstands the stresses and blows of this life comes only from one source, the eternal indwelling presence of God. What the world views as strong is really nothing more than weakness under wraps. When we accept our weaknesses and the fact that we cannot handle life on our own, God goes to work. He sends encouragement and a sense of creativity, helping us to try new avenues that lead to hope and fresh beginnings. Are you weary from trying? Has exhaustion left its mark? Are you afraid others will see your weaknesses and laugh? Could a thorn in your life expose your deepest fear? 
let it go. Release your fears to Jesus who loves you. Let him strengthen you. Nothing compares to the freedom that waits for you within his loving arms. Nothing will ever bring more completion to your heart and soul than knowing the unconditional love of God. It is yours today. If you choose it, amen. Stay with us. We'll be right back with God's purposes for your life. Romans 8 says, the spirit himself intercedes for us. Your intercessor. When you don't know what to pray, the Holy Spirit does so for you according to God's will. He intercedes for you in full agreement with the very purposes for which the Lord created you. According to Isaiah 11:2, he is the spirit of the Lord, which means that everything he does will be consistent with God's plans and character. He is the spirit of wisdom. He helps you to live out what is right in the Father's sight and conforms you to the image of Christ. He is the spirit of understanding. He gives you supernatural discernment into your circumstances. He is the spirit of counsel. He advises you, showing you what to do in every situation and bringing to remembrance everything Christ taught you. He is the spirit of strength, which means he enables, he empowers, and equips you to do God's will. He is the spirit of knowledge. He provides the inventiveness and resourcefulness for the tasks he directs you to accomplish. And he is the spirit of the fear of the Lord. He teaches you how to honor, respect, and obey the Father. So when you're praying, be confident that you have exactly what you need to interact with God. The Holy Spirit is with you. And that is who communicates to you and for you. Holy Spirit, thank you for teaching me how to pray and for interceding for me. Amen. Okay, In Touch Magazine says the kingdom's open door. John the Baptist and Jesus both preached, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And though the nation of Israel rejected Christ as their king, his kingdom was not thwarted. When an idea recurs in scripture, we are wise to study it well. And the Bible contains more than 30 references to the kingdom of heaven. The term refers to the realm where God reigns in absolute sovereignty. We understand this in a spiritual sense today, but it will become a physical reality in the future when Christ returns to establish his rule on earth. At that point, the devil will be defeated. God's enemies will be destroyed and only the righteous will enter the kingdom that he sets up here. For those of us who have trusted Christ as our personal Savior, 
A place in the kingdom is already secured. But what about unbelievers? Well, today the invitation remains open to all who will repent and receive Christ as Lord. The kingdom of heaven is still at hand. Nobody knows how long the window of opportunity will stay open. So under the guidance of the Holy Spirit, make the most of every chance to deliver God's invitation. Amen. And hope for each day says that we are to pray for the persecuted. Few things touch my heart more than the news that some of my brothers and sisters in Christ are being persecuted, tortured, and killed for their love of Jesus. It has been estimated that more Christians have been killed for their faith during the last 100 years than in all other centuries since the time of Christ combined. One reason is the great expansion of Christianity in the last few centuries, often into places of great unbelief and hostility. Another reason is the rise of militantly anti-religious political systems. Even where persecution isn't an issue, an upsurge of secularism and religious intolerance is apparent and religion has been scorned and removed from public life. The crucified one warned us, we who choose to follow him would do so at the risk of rejection and persecution. Thank you, God, for whatever measure of religious freedom you enjoy and pray today for those suffering for their faith in Christ. Amen. Stay with us. We'll be back with more prayers. And we're back reading from God's promises for your life. It says all God's gifts are good. God doesn't give mixed blessings. There is no dark side to God's gifts. There is no apparent blessing that will ultimately turn into a curse. However, if we stay in close contact with him and on the course he sets before us, there will be nothing we can't ultimately accomplish. Amen. Pray with me. Father God, I thank you for your gifts and I thank you that your gifts are good. I thank you that your blessing brings wealth and adds no sorrow to it. Your gifts are free and irreversible. What you have for me is for me and cannot be taken without permission. Therefore, I exact my superior authority in Christ and declare to the enemy to take his hands off what is mine. I decree and declare that the blessings of the Lord will overtake me. I decree and declare that my storehouse will overflow and my vats will be filled with new wine in the name of Jesus. Every good and perfect gift that God has portioned to me will be poured out to me. In the name of Jesus, I pray. 
Amen. In God's way, day by day, Jeremiah 18, as the clay is in the potter's hand, so are you in my hand. When we undergo an experience of emotional healing, it is often as if we were broken so that the Lord can completely remake us. Emotional healing is a refashioning process. The clay is still the same and the end design is still the same but the process requires a breaking and a rebuilding so that the flaws can be removed. Not only are we to remain steadfast, but we are to be joyful that God is at work in our lives. We are to thank him daily that he is healing us, restoring us, and making us whole. We are who we are, each one of us, because the Lord is making us who we are. We are indeed his workmanship. Amen. God's promises for your life. Romans 5. Having been justified by faith, we have peace with God. Many of us have entered the Christian life by faith. But having entered, we are inclined to shift our ground. We come to feel that we will be righteous, that is, remain acceptable to God, only as we do certain things. Yet with a concerted voice, the New Testament writers teach that God's supreme interest is in what we are, not what we do. Amen. Prayers from the Wilderness. Here is a meditation for anxiety. Bow your head, close your eyes. Father, I thank you for your comfort and love. I am so grateful you know me as your child and you know my personality, my worries, my concerns, and my problems. I know I do not possess the ability to solve the issues of my life but it still does not prevent me from experiencing anxiety. Frequently, I lose sleep. I allow negative thoughts to control my mind and I believe what I see and not your words of comfort and victory. Father, help me to turn my anxiety into prayers, my worry into hope, my disbelief into faith. Remind me of the many times you answered my prayers, some of which were merely thoughts and you were kind enough to bring them into fruition. When I reflect on my spiritual journey, I know you have kept your eyes on me, provided for me and blessed me. I desire to maintain your spirit in my life. Every day that you bless me with a sound mind, Please help me to keep your thoughts as my focus. Provide me with the armor I need to fight the battlefield in my mind and use prayer as my weapon. Help me to enter into your presence every day, several times a day. And as this becomes my spiritual routine, 
Let the anxiety decrease. Father, teach me not to hide my needs from you, the one who is Lord over my life. Please do not allow pride to infiltrate my being and seize my ability to render honest prayers to you. Prayers that decrease worry and anxiety and usher in peace and understanding. Remind me of your promise to give me beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Lord, I know my hope is in you. My life is purposed for you. My steps are ordered by you. And because of this, I can rest and watch you solve my problems. Let me remember this at all times, and I will be forever grateful. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Thank you, listeners. Stay with me. It is with resounding energy and joy, I say good morning, God. You're ushering in another day untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday. Let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. But Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight, for I can't walk alone. And for our daily prayer, dear God, as I begin this day, let me turn my thoughts to you and ask your help in guiding me in everything I say and do. Give me the patience that I need to keep my peace of mind. And with life's cares, I hope, dear God, some happiness to find. Let me live but for today, not worrying what's ahead. For I have trust that you will see I get my daily bread. Give me courage to face life's trials and not from troubles run. Let me keep this thought in mind. Thy will, not mine, be done. And if some wish I do not get, though I have prayed to thee, help me to believe and understand you know what's best for me. I've failed you many times, I know, but when tonight I rest, I hope that I can kneel and say, Dear God, I've tried my best. And I dedicated those prayers to Marie and her husband, thanking them for their hospitality. Lord, Make me an instrument of thy peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, please pardon. Where there is doubt, let there be faith. Where there is despair, my prayer is hope. Where there is darkness, shine your light. 
and where there is sadness, bring on abundant joy. O Divine Master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love, for it is in giving that we receive, and it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. I so enjoyed praying with you today. Make sure you come back tomorrow to pray with me. There's lots more blessings to get started. Look forward to seeing you. Bye for now.